The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. September 28th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Got a great show for you today. Obviously, we got the guys here. Bill Curlick and Mark Porter will be joining us to talk about all things Ohio State recruiting, etc. Take a peek into the Ohio High School gridiron for the weekend. Obviously, this is a bye week. So those of you working on your honeydew list will want to hear this. Hey there, Bucknuts Morning 5 listeners. It's fall, which means two things. It's football season and it's lawn care season. Fall is the best time to overseed your lawn. So if you haven't already, now is the perfect time. We recommend Jonathan Green Black Beauty Grass Seed because it's naturally dark green in color, has roots that grow up to four feet deep, and is super drought tolerant. Here's the best part. They're offering you 10% off your order on jonathangreen.com. So head over there now and use code BUCKNUTS10 at checkout. Jonathan Green doesn't only sell grass seed. They sell everything you need to create the perfect outdoor oasis, lawn fertilizers, weed controls, soil amendments, and spreaders. They've got you covered. Don't wait any longer. Make your neighbors green with envy and turn your lawn into a showstopper with Jonathan Green Lawn Care Products. Again, visit jonathangreen.com and use coupon code BUCKNUTS10 to get 10% off your order of grass seed, lawn fertilizers, weed controls, and more. Jonathan Green, quality lawn since 1881. And like I said, no game this weekend. So get your honeydew list out. These two guys don't have that opportunity. They will be all over the high school scene. William J. Curlick and Mark Porter are here. Gentlemen, how goes it? Good morning. No, going well. No rant against former coaches of other Midwest powers that may or may not remember what they've done recently. And I mean, Lou Holtz and and Ryan Day, and that's thankfully put to bed. Today, we're actually going to switch to a little bit of recruiting chatter to start off with. Um, We have the two guys who you probably want to do that if you could do it anywhere. But today's topic is Texas, and it is cornerback. This past recruiting cycle, or the one I guess we're technically still in, Ohio was blessed with a tremendous selection of uh, secondary pieces. 
and got commitments from Bryce West and Aaron Scott. And we talked plenty about how lucky we were to have two corners of that ilk in one state, and it was our state. Now, I think the focus has turned to 2025 and two other corners, one of whom was sort of from Ohio and one of whom was from Texas. The first, of course, is Dorian Brew, the Northmont standout number one player in the class of 2025, according to the top 247. Transfer from Clayton Northmont to Conroe, Texas, where his father is the sprint coach for the football team. Conroe is about 20 miles north of Houston. And Ohio State is also super focused on Houston North Shore defensive back Devin Sanchez. Believe it or not, you got two guys with hooks to Ohio State, hopefully, who are probably close to or equal to in prospect type to last year. So, Bill. We asked you to do a deep dive on Dorian Brood. Give us the update. Last time we talked about it, he had left Ohio for Texas. And we were crestfallen, thinking this means the Longhorns or Aggies would have the inside track. And as it turns out, that may not be the case, Bill. Bring us up to speed, if you could, on Dorian Brew, and then Devin Sanchez, and then the whole chance that Ohio State could, could hook him. Well, uh, let's go back first to... Uh, when Bucknuts broke the story by the man you see on the screen, Mark Porter there, Mark was at the Clayton Northmont game that night. And uh, as Mark and I always do, we check to make sure that the guy we're going to see play is going to play. Well, in that case, uh, despite Mark's checking, no Dorian Brew. Uh, and, we had that story on Bucknuts right away that he was headed for Texas in large part. You know, he's when I've talked to him, he's always, you know, mentioned Texas. His, his dad lives there. As you mentioned, uh, his dad is the track coach at Conroe High School, which having gotten my first teaching coaching job in the Houston area, I'm well aware of the Conroe area and the uh uh, football down there and all. And uh, he went down and, and joined his dad, who is also the sprint coach on the football team. Um, you know, there was a lot of thought that that might really hurt Ohio State bad in uh, Dorian Bruce recruitment, but don't tell that to Tim Walton. Tim Walton was there right away, first day, Monday of the Ohio State bye week. He was at Conroe High School stopping to see Dorian Brew. And in uh, Talking to Dorian Brew's new head coach, Cedric Harbin, yesterday, uh, Coach Harbin doesn't think it's going to hurt at all that uh, Brew is now down in Texas. He feels that Ohio State has really developed good relationships with Dorian. And um, he also feels, like I do, recruiting's national now. Kids go across the country. They go uh, to different areas to play their college football. And uh, Dorian's mom is still up here in Ohio. She's an Ohio State legacy. So in his opinion, and, and in mine as well, Ohio State has just as good a chance as anybody or or as they did before the move uh, of ending up with Dorian Brew. He likes Ohio State a lot. Now, that's no guarantee he's going to end up at Ohio State. Before that move, I thought that uh, Ohio State – and maybe Notre Dame were the leaders. I think their schools are still up there on his list, and I think he'll consider the Texas schools as well. When is he eligible, Bill? You had that in there. Is it 15 days after you transfer? Yeah, there's a Texas high school 
uh, athletic association rule that says a, a transfer player in the state of that comes to the state of Texas or is in the state of Texas has to sit out 14 days before they can play for their new team. And that won't get him to a game this weekend. He's not eligible to play uh, for Conroe uh, this weekend, but he will be on the field for Conroe next weekend, and he'll be playing the same thing as he did at Clayton Northmont High School. He'll be playing cornerback, and he'll be playing wide receiver for Conroe High School. I took a look into that area a little bit. Conroe is one of those areas that started out with Conroe High School, and now you've got four other high schools that are like Conroe, Crown Heights, and whatever. Here's the most interesting thing, Bill. There's a team in their division, Cleveland High School, and why don't you guess what their nickname is? The Indians. Correct. Oh, wow. Texas has not fallen victim to the uh, – I'm not certain that. Um, well, one thing is, getting into that. I apologize for anyone I got into that. Don't comment on it. Now you got to pretend I didn't say it. Well, one uh, thing, one thing, Dan, is kind of interesting is my first teaching job was at a Leaf uh, Elsick High School, a suburban Houston high school. I taught and coached there. And Coach Hardiman, it's either him or his wife went to a Leaf Hastings High School. And it's a really, he he asked me, you know, did you have students from both schools in your class? It was interesting. And the, the, the two high schools are literally right next to each other. They adjoin each other. There's a Leaf Elsick High School and a Leaf Hastings High School. And some of the classes, uh, mine, for instance, I taught industrial arts. So they only had one industrial arts department for the two schools. So I had students from both schools, Elsick and Hastings, in my classes together. Kind of a, a very unique situation when you're teaching uh, kids in the same class that attend technically two different high schools. As we continually digress here, I will tell you this, and these guys can probably echo these sentiments. We get to know a little bit about high schools across the country just because of our job. High school in Texas is different than anywhere else. There are things that go on in Texas that would blow you away. I'm not even kidding. The focus on athletics from the amount the teachers make to the fact that you have an hour class every afternoon called varsity where you meet with your coaches, which is incredible. Um, it's, it's crazy. I mean, if you think sports are big in Ohio, you need to do some reading on Texas um, by the way, they could use him at Conroe. They lost to the Woodlands 55-2 to in one of their last games. So uh, they'll need Dorian Brewer. We'll get to Devin Sanchez in a minute. Mark, where did Ohio you coaches, Ohio coaches get excited when they get gym last period for their kids in Ohio. And, and they can get them a little bit warmed up and lubed up before practice or, or work with a lot of the guys. So that that's the cheat code in Ohio is take gym or weightlifting uh, your final period of uh, class. And, wow, we're almost like Texas. So I covered uh, Northern Virginia and the D.C. area extensively as I was cutting my teeth. And one of our coaches that I was tight with went took a job in Houston. And he called me about a month into it. And he's like, I hate to say it out loud. He's like, there's no need to cheat in Texas. He's like, every single thing we do in Northern Virginia to skirt the rules is written into the bylaws here and supported wholeheartedly by the community. So it is a different animal. Now let's get back to reality here. Dorian Brew, your thoughts, Mark, give us a review of where you had him as a recruit. Um, 
and just kind of put him in the mix here. Yeah, it, to make it real simple for people, he's in the Aaron Scott Bryce West uh, rare air. You know, you could slot him anywhere you wanted with those guys. He, he's got the length of Aaron Scott, and he's got all the speed and quickness. And, you know, he could be a great receiver. I've watched him play receiver, and if, if that's where his heart was at, you'd, you'd have to say we have to take this kid as a receiver. But a defensive back, he's just special because you don't see – uh, and excuse the phrase, creatures like that roaming the earth at cornerback. You know, most Friday nights I'm looking at five eight, five seven, five nine corners, and then you see this creature. You know, I mean, th these guys are NFL prototypes. I mean, they have length for days. Uh, so yeah, he is a rare air corner. Uh, I am very fearful that the move for Texas is not positive. It's not like Bill said; we're not out of it or anything, but doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies, you know, like uh, Samuel Williams Dixon moves a couple miles from the college. You're like, oh, that's warm and fuzzy. Knows where he's going in a year or so, wants to get down there, get in the mix. You kind of feel the, the that feeling. It's it's not like that. It's not bad yet because the inroads are there and, you know, it, it's there is home here in Ohio for him. But, boy, I, the Brandon Baker thing, I think we're going to be talking about this kid falling in love with him just like Brandon Baker and being down in Texas, you know, that Texas money down there is real and it's, it's going to be a fight. And I think every year, you know, we're going to see a new approach to NIL from colleges and how aggressive they get with NIL. So this next year, this is going to be an aggressive NIL approach to him. I have a feeling I, I can't see it going any other way. Not with him being in Texas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's definitely possible. Listen, he's not your average Ohioan, though. His mom's a a quality Buckeye who was a star athlete herself. And I was also a tad reticent before reading Bill's article yesterday. And I got the real sense listening to their coach that he's almost probably heard from an Ohio State coach already and been prepped because he, for a Texas coach to be that positive in Ohio, he might have had to, uh, do that ahead of time. I can't speak on, on fact on that, but let's just wait that out. I'm actually pretty confident about Dorian Brew until we see otherwise. William, another guy they've been after, and what I call first stop love, Devin Sanchez um, from Houston North Shore. He's going to have his choice of colleges. He's one of those you take him when he accepts guy. If it's the signing day, he's in. Um, tell us about Devin Sanchez. And as we get to know these 2025 guys, maybe about Ohio state's interest to this point. Well, um, Devin camped at Ohio state this summer and, uh, 
His mom has been to Ohio State. His dad has been to Ohio State, I believe. Well, I know he has. And uh, um, I talked to his mom when Devin was camping. And I really get the feeling that the whole, not just Devin likes Ohio State. And Devin has mentioned to me uh, more than one occasion that how much he likes Ohio State. He is, at one point, he has told me that uh, uh, Ohio State is the top of his list. Um, and I, I think he is very sincere about that. But I also think his family likes Ohio State a lot, too. That doesn't mean Ohio State's going to win this battle, but they absolutely are at least one of the front runners, if not the front runner. You know, I think he's going to consider Alabama. I think he's going to consider Texas A&M, probably Texas, uh, and so on. And he's got offers from everybody. He's absolutely elite, as good as it gets. Um, but Ohio State is absolutely a real player. He's been to Ohio State multiple times. He was going to come back um, for Ohio State Summerfest at the end of July. But uh, there was the feeling that uh, from the Ohio State staff that it would be better if he came to a game and he is going to come to a game, and you know what game he's going to come to. It's going to be the Penn State game. So he'll be back on campus then. I'm sure he'll end up taking an official visit to Ohio State. So, um, you know, Ohio State is very, very much a huge player in the battle for Devin Sanchez. He likes Coach Walton a lot. Um, if I would not put a crystal ball pick in for him right now, but – if you ask me where I had to pick right now, I'd probably go with the Buckeyes as his choice. But again, this is a long way from over. It's just that Ohio State absolutely is at least one of the front runners at this point for Devin Sanchez. One thing that will help, I think, is that provided everything proceeds, you know, in a positive fashion, I think Denzel Burke is going to be a first round draft pick. And we've rehooked up the uh, DB pipeline to the NFL. And like I said, every single guy that's coming to play defensive back at Ohio State should be eyeing the first round. And uh, that will happen here shortly, and that, that can't hurt. Let me read you guys another thing here, and we'll get rolling with some high school pre preview for the weekend. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for a jam-packed day's factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up with fast, with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy, healthy lifestyle. Too busy to cook? Factor skips the steps. No grocery store, no chopping, no prepping. No, you got to clean up. While still getting the flavor and nutritional need that provides you, meals are ready in two minutes. Level up with gourmet plus options prepared by perfection. Prepared to perfection by chefs, excuse me, and ready to eat in record time. And I will tell you this, my children are food snobs. And I also did not believe you could microwave chicken and have it smell and or taste good. And it was tremendous. I am not kidding. It was delicious. So round out your meal and reflect, replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 add-ons. With Factor, you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of delivery emissions. Sourced 100% renewable electricity for production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. Head to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 and use code bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That's code bucknuts50 at factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That is actually a tremendous deal. So get after it. All right. We're going to switch over to some high school chatter. 
Chad Stryker always has some excellent questions. Grand Poobah. He does not mean you, Bill. I had a chance to see Dante McClellan from Canton McKinley. He really flashed. Have you seen him, Mark? I think he has a Kentucky offer. Yeah, I have not seen him yet. Okay. Okay, I have not seen him yet, but Canton McKinley's on the schedule. They're having a good year where teams that are 6-0, 7-0 right now, I'm going to see in the playoffs. Uh, the, the kind of teams I'm looking at right now are teams that, ooh, they may be uh, in the playoffs, but they may be a one and done. They, you know, they may, so I'm kind of, I only have three, four weeks left of the season. I got to do teams that might not be around in weeks 11, 12, 13. But McKinley will be around then, and he's definitely one I'm eyeing up. Oh, one, right. one thing, uh, one thing I might add, Mark's talking about getting to see the schools um, before the playoffs. They have expanded the playoffs this year. I think it's like 16 teams or something like that from each region make it. And because of the expanded playoffs, um, the, the, the regular season ends, I believe, the weekend of October 20th, the playoffs begin. So it is uh, not too far away. You know, we're a month away, basically, from the end of the regular season high school football for Ohio in 2023. There was a question here about my sweatshirt from Paul Edworthy. And I, Paul, I will find out where I got this sweatshirt, meaning I'll ask my wife, and uh, we will have it on the next show. Um Gary with some nice chatter. We appreciate that. There was one real question here I wanted to ask. All right, Bill. And Mark can speak to this as well. Michigan State. Things are going pretty well up there. Um, good gracious. Talk about a bad story to have come up in the headlines. You have to read the first two paragraphs each time where every reporter reviews everything that happened. It's so oogie. Chat again. What's going on with Reggie Power? Since he decommitted, are we circling back at a safety this class? Reggie Powers, uh, Centerville High School, eighth grade teammate of my son in a fall basketball league. I'm sure everyone wanted to hear that. Very solid dude. You want to talk about someone who brings it when they tackle. I think he's more an in-the-box type, if I were to guess. But Bill, he uh, verbally committed to Michigan State. Apparently, they are not into what's going on there now, and he has decommitted. Does that mean Ohio State will be getting back into it? And Mark, you can comment on this as well, whether you think they should. Yeah, the, um, there's been some peripheral, I guess it, I'd call it peripheral interest again from Ohio State in Reggie Powers, but it's not uh, the mutual interest right now between Ohio State and Reggie Powers is not really there. Um, when you look at Ohio State's class right now, uh, you, you've got Garrett Stover that uh, is has been recruited as kind of a safety linebacker hybrid. I think he's going to be a linebacker, but he is kind of the hybrid guy, the in-the-box type guy. They've got him already. Uh, what they are looking for is a uh, lone safety, uh, um, uh, be you know, back end of the defense type safety, not an in-the-box type guy. And that's really not, as you mentioned, Dan, what Reggie Powers is. He's going to hit you, and he, he is a tackler, a hitter. So while there has been peripheral interest, it's between the two. I unless something changes, I don't think uh, Reggie Powers is going to end up at Ohio State. I think uh, he's got some new offers, particularly Oklahoma and UCLA, in uh, recent weeks, and I think uh, more than likely he'll go uh, in another direction unless something changes. I think the guy that to keep an eye on for potentially that. Uh, free safety type guy, the deep guy 
is more to Ryan Nichols from Cincinnati Withrow. And I did check on him again this week. Their interest remains there between Ohio State uh, and some on Nichols' part. He is still committed to Kentucky, but I think he is the guy to keep an eye on right now. If somebody is going to end up flipping and, well, Powers wouldn't be a flip. He's no longer committed anymore to Michigan State, but he was at one point. But uh, uh, Nichols is still committed to Kentucky. If an Ohioan is going to flip at the safety position to the Buckeyes, Tariah Nichols is the guy in my mind to keep an eye on. Mark, do you agree with that? Can you kind of break down what you see in Nichols and what you see in Powers and who might be a better fit? Yeah, ironically, I saw Centerville last week, and uh, it's funny, uh, when all the stuff started at Michigan State, some schools down south texted me about Powers. Was he he available? And you can see this in the works where, yeah, Michigan State's going to have a lot of decommitments real soon, and the vultures are out picking, you know, the best from the class. Yeah. Uh, Bill and I share a brain. I'm not going to say what he said about the evaluation inbox. Uh, I saw Reggie at a football camp and I didn't think he had a great 40 time a year ago, which tells me he's a linebacker. You know, he didn't have the, the coverage speed that you would need to be in the secondary at, at a big time level. So that's not a knock. That's just, you know, what he is. And he's a football player, a nasty tackling, stick your head in there football player. Uh, that's where his value's at. It's not about, no one's going to ask him to go race anybody. They're going to ask him to do some dirty work and play and play football on defense. Uh, yeah, so the, I, I think this ship has probably sailed. The, the Bucknutters did a great job of uh, reposting some things his father had said on uh, Twitter or X now is what it's called. And you could get a vibe there, you know, read between the lines type stuff if you're into that. So, you know, I think the Tariah Nichols thing is speed. I mean, when you say Powers and Tariah Nichols, there's two. Those are apples and oranges. It's not even the same genre of player uh so yeah you're taking a speed safety and Nichols has been a corner which if you're going to put him at safety uh you're going to roll him down on the nickel and have the one of the fastest guys in your secondary covering the slot receiver so there's never a chance you're going to get out run to the house down the seam or anything so there's a lot of things about him that are like these three safeties for coach Knowles they're like it's like his Batman utility belt they do different things. They have different characteristics. And sometimes when they can do everything, it really makes it confusing back there who's, you know, rotating. But I think he has a, an idea of what he wants out of those guys. And speed for Ty Nichols is the, the trait. Uh, I will see Withrow, and I have not seen him play safety yet this year. Um, just my football brain. Let's see him come downhill and tackle. Let's, let's yep. see what he does there. Yeah, like – well, let's get his tape and see how many times his head gets stuck in there. And because that's the other part of this safety thing, the nickel coverage, you need to be a, a great physical tackler. Yeah, football has changed. The the free that's not what the Roy Williams safety that was 225 pounds, or the Chuck Cecil that just basically dared you to come across the middle and they would take your head off your body. Well, you can't do that anymore. That's illegal. And secondly, you need to be able to play center field more like a Malik Hooker type than you come up and crush everybody type. That said, uh, Reggie's got a bright future because that player, and if you the higher you get up, that player plays more. If you look at the NFL, the NFL features almost a nickel hybrid linebacker type 
um, who, who Reggie Powers fits right in there. So it may not work for college, and I'm not saying Reggie's guaranteed to go to the NFL, but that position has, has just as Roy Williams has come forward, to Ryan Nichols will now go in the back and that, that player will move up. So he's got plenty of spots. It just doesn't really fit with Ohio State. And also Ohio State is in a position where they can go after a guy like Sonny Styles, who fits every characteristic of the guy close to the line of scrimmage and is still as good as the guys in the back. I, I don't think there's more than 10 to 15 guys in every recruiting cycle with that kind of talent. And I'm only guessing because like when Sonny came out, even nas- our national people were calling him a freak. It's not – there just aren't that many guys who can do those both those things um, if they are. Uh, you know, not a, not a digression here, but Reggie, there's, there's certain talents out there that we're always enamored with speed and size and the change of direction. A trait that we don't – our hand-eye coordination, great hands, the, the trait we don't talk about as much is no fear. And if you've watched uh, – little kids games and i've watched a lot of little kids tackle games lately what characteristic are you waiting for seventh and eighth graders to put on tape which kid will stick his head in there you know there's a lot of reaching and grabbing and a lot of and as the kids move up you're like oh this kid's eventually going to stick his head in there well i got news for you next year things are moving faster and people are heavier so if you weren't sticking your head in there when they were lighter and smaller Mm. it's a little bit more of a man so with that happens again the next year reggie powers special power is he sticks his head in there and he knows where to stick his head and he knows i mean it's that is a fearless trait that in use and the reason i'm bringing this up is you said it dan those players find the field the higher up you go and here's why that tailback screaming around the edge and that kid who's never put his head in there against a kid that big gets his butt run over or misses the tackle and we cannot have missed tackles at the next level. So even if you're a step slow, even if you're not the five-star athlete, if you have the ability to make tackles and stick your head in there, it's an elite trait. And I mean an elite trait. And it shows up. I, I see more kids, and I'm going to digress, uh, Barba, Bubba Arlesian from the middle linebacker from uh, Akron. He can't be 5'8". He didn't get a scholarship to go there, but the reason he's the middle linebacker and he does so well is he sticks his head on people. And you just can't find – other guys are big, strong, tough, fast, but, boy, that fear factor, when you see those 200-pound running backs coming downhill, their heads aren't where those knees are pumping and churning. It, it, there's, a, there's a fear thing there. So that's what Reggie Powers' this special power is. If, if he is a Buckeye, that's what we will see out of him. And this safety talk reminds me of something that somebody asked me on the front row message board yesterday. High State's in a really good, great position for another super haul at cornerback next year for 2025. We've talked about uh, already Devin Sanchez. We've talked about Dorian Brew. Um, Somebody asked me, uh, would they take Mark Zachary from Indiana as well, keeping in mind that that, that Trey McNutt is a tremendous corner. Mm. Well, yeah, I think they would take Mark Zachary because Trey or uh, Trey McNutt, he's playing a lot of safety now too. And that's the guy that Mark, uh, Dan, you guys are describing that 
he uh, he can cover people, but he wants to make plays. He wants to stick his head. He wants to make tackles. He'll play up in the box. He'll do it all. So, you know, that, that's four guys right there, four elite defensive backs, McNutt, Brew, Sanchez, and Zachary, Ooh. that I don't think Ohio State trails anybody for any of them at this point. And you can put McNutt as a safety. If you – Go back and look now what we got in this hall. And if you could add that to that hall, you're talking about cornerback. You that that recruiting would be, I'm not going to say it, it'd be very close to the way they're recruiting at wide receiver if you, if you do it at that level. That's just that's just unbelievable. Now, something's going to happen here on the show that's never happened before. And I can guarantee everybody's going to like it. The OTFU, just me here. T-O-S-U, state of mind. I have co-workers with kids on North Shore in Houston. Sanchez isn't a stick local kid. He's willing to go away. And you say to yourself, well, you don't know on message boards if people are telling the truth. And then the guy's mom shows up. Deetra Sanchez, Devin's mom. We are encouraging Devin to go where he wants. He definitely doesn't have to stay in Texas. Where he will he receive continued development is the question. Well, Tim Walton knows how to develop people, Miss Sanchez. So there's a lot of pressure on us now, knowing the Sanchez's are watching the show. And I have to admit, <laughs> I did know that already because Daniel Sanchez often comments. But um, I got to add something to that too. I met uh, Devin's mom, like I mentioned earlier in the show, at Ohio State. Scott. What a wonderful super lady she is and she mentioned that day when i was talking to her as devin was out there uh working out with tim walton how important perhaps uh you know maybe the, the most important development will be in the selection that her son makes and ohio state is well known for development so she talked with me about that even way back in june when i first met her and again what a super Super lady. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Devin, like I said, I don't think Ohio State trails anybody for him right now. Is there a chance we will get Denzel Ward and Marshawn Lattimore and uh, those other guys who are superheroes on the 1st and the 15th to reach out to the Sanchez at some point? It's possible. We would never tamper here because that's not legal, people. We do appreciate the Sanchez's following us. We really appreciate Mark and Bill stopping by. Before we head out, gentlemen, where will you be this weekend and why? Uh, Carter Lowe, uh, offensive lineman for Toledo Whitmer. Uh, obviously, Ohio State is going to be interested in what this film looks like, uh, but we'll bring you a nice little clip of him. They're playing uh, Perrysburg, and I'm also going to see uh, Oregon Clay versus Fremont Ross. So a lot of teams in the Toledo area. Carter Lowe, of course, one of the offensive linemen from the state with an Ohio State offer. William? Uh, last week I was in the land. I was up in Cleveland, saw Trey McNutt. I'm staying local this weekend, but I'm going to see a Clevelander. Um, Cleveland, St. Villa, Angela, St. Villa, St. Joe is coming down to Columbus Hartley, and that means that Bo Jackson, running back from Cleveland, St. Joe, will be playing uh, in my neck of the woods, so to speak, in, in Columbus at Hartley. So I'll be at that game. Um, Denim Cook, by the way, for Hartley is a talented linebacker. It's going to be a good, good game. I have a feeling, uh, uh, but, uh, 
uh, in the case of Bo Jackson, he told me he will be uh, not only playing, but he'll be playing running back. He'll be playing linebacker. He'll be playing safety. He'll be doing it all. And I believe Mark saw him earlier in the season and he was playing all those positions as well. Keep in mind, this is a bye week, people. So your Ohio State staff will be out and about all over this fine nation and elsewhere. Who knows where they'll be? They recruit the world. And Bill Kerlick will bring you the latest on that starting Sunday into Monday and next week. And then we'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. Have a good one, Buck Nutters. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.